0: That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Archer After Show.
1: Hey there, Archer watchers. What's going on? What's new? What's happening? Thing is for doing, we're doing another AfterBuzz TV episode. This one for Archer, Season 4, Episode 6, titled Once Bitten appropriate enough thought it would be a vampire episode totally wasn't it was a snake episode as i found out very soon uh i'm greg goodness i'm john barrett guys i'm dave klein i'm scott Moore. Yo. and good episode tonight we got a lot to go over a lot of flashbacks a lot of drug induced well not drug venom drug is venom Eh, sure eh. why not Poison uh, We also got a cool New York Times interview with the uh, president of FX Networks Who is lovely enough to keep bringing us Archer week after week Beaming it into our homes and into our skulls We're going to find out why he does what he does But first, got to get into what is the most glaring part of this episode We get real deep into Archer's backstory here How deep? Mm-hmm. Like rabbit hole deep, inception level mm.
2: deep all right, the, snake venom induces. I'm sorry, deep. I
3: got to, I got to, I got to cut you off for a second, Greg. Uh, there's only one appropriate response to the question: How deep? Oh
2: God, yeah. that's what I was hoping for, <laughs> but and what is it? Wasn't so how deep? Balls deep. That's Thank you. that's how deep we go All right. into Archer's
3: Pass. <laughs> Uh, uh, who knew that uh, Archer was the Roy Hobbs of lacrosse?
1: See, I have not seen uh, The Natural. The Natural. What is what? You'll have to explain the reference to me.
3: Uh, and to America, everything you know, to that, that happens else out there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for those of you who haven't seen The Natural, um, everything that happens to Archer uh, on his weekend. Uh, before signing with um, Johns Hopkins is the first act of the movie The Natural starring Robert Redford. Only that's about baseball.
1: And this is lacrosse, which I'm
3: told are different sports. Uh, You would would be correct. Interestingly enough, lacrosse and baseball are not the same sport. Does Robert Redford prance around holding his bat between his legs going, woo! Uh, I think there is a Part where he does that. I don't know. I haven't seen The Natural in forever. It's a really confusing <laughs> movie.
2: So clearly that's a yes for those of you who haven't seen it. Meaning go out and watch right, it. Immediately. Yeah. If you want to
3: watch someone going, woo! Also Wilford Brimley's in it, so, <laughs> duh. That well, alone is That's a win it. right there. Yeah, but Captain Sex.
2: One of the great things, though, about the past that we get is that he's bringing up or that we're getting these points even though it is spoofing The Natural. and mm-hmm. is This big spoof are these actual things that are haunting Archer and have made him the asshole that we've grown to love today.
3: And it explains his fear of alligators. Yeah, and it explains that. (laughs) And crocodiles. And, well, yeah. And not necessarily aneurysms, but... We knew that he was good at lacrosse. Mm -hmm. We knew that he's willing
1: to rally a entire island full of pirates into a junior lacrosse league.
3: Named Archers of Loaf Cross, which is the best name ever.
1: But that he was going to go pro or semi pro or Johns Hopkins. Well he was
3: gonna get a <laughs> scholar there's no professional lacrosse to speak of.
4: <laughs> I'm but I'm sure full scholarship
3: at Johns Hopkins though was pretty good.
2: Uh, is that a thing? Apparently is that,
3: uh, at Johns Hopkins. Sure. Yeah. Johns Hopkins is a big lacrosse school.
2: Oh, okay. Do you not watch it on the T V?
1: <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I guys, come on, you know me. The guy who confuses baseball
3: for lacrosse <laughs> Also, by the way, listeners, uh, Greg is not kidding. He doesn't know the difference between lacrosse and baseball. I can't
1: even fathom. <laughs> I but know they're both stick involved somehow. And a ball, right? Two. Maybe. So do you guys. We're think...
2: talking about golf, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought we were talking about basketball. I don't even know if there are sticks in that. Water polo. That's what we're <laughs> doing right now, right? Okay. So I, I think what I want to know, and what I'm wondering for you guys, is do you think that the whole reference to the girl who shot Archer is going to play out in the future at all or actually does have some sort of semblance on Archer and the way he treats women potentially because I mean we do get the moment from where he's six which is more of a real moment where Mm -hmm. it kind of stops spoofing the natural but do you think any of that spoof of the natural actually has anything to do with I mean it might but that is
3: that is just a beat for beat parody of the natural that's what that is um and they might bring it back, but if they do, it's just, I think it's probably just to, to go with the, the natural theme.
1: I mean, if you want to bring in a new villain, the girl who shot you in the chest and ruined your full ride to college mm-hmm. doing the thing that you
4: love, that's a pretty good villain to have. She was able God's to jump out of a window. Well, she
3: dies. That's the But But that's the thing. is like
4: I, I think it's almost like she jumped out of the window and that was it. So I don't know if they're going well, to
3: that's that's, bring that out. Know, that's that's one of the confusing bits about the natural, is that the lady who shoots him dies, but then someone who looks kind of like her shows up, shows later. up later. Uh weird. Well, maybe we'll see someone that looks
2: kind of like this femme fatale woman that shot him in the chest. And and the most interesting thing, though, that does come up is we almost get to see Archer's father. And one of the things Mm. that I loved about this scene, though, before that is we never really see Woodhouse... It, and a non-capacity like capacity of being able to take care of Archer, but this is where you get that passive Woodhouse where he has injected himself with heroin and he's just useless. And maybe this is where a lot of <laughs> Archer's hatred towards him comes from.
3: Yeah, it does. That actually is an interesting point that mm-hmm. I haven't even thought about. That Woodhouse is a heroin addict. That is a part of his character the whole time. Uh, and this is the first time we see that affect Archer. Mm-hmm. And actually makes us some of the what used to be very unreasonable behavior on Archer's part seem a little more reasonable.
1: He's like semi-functioning as yeah. far as his heroin addiction goes, and we get to see the unfunctioning part yeah. for the first time in this episode. Yeah, that's
4: what I thought was good. The, kind of that blatant Negligence? If, yeah, negligence yeah. area is just I, totally...
3: Knowing me, if someone had behaved like that when I was a child, I would definitely threaten to rub sand in their yeah. eyes. <laughs> or make them eat a bowl of mm-hmm. spider webs. Yeah. Right. But,
2: but I think this is great because it's the first time that it also sort of humanizes in a way... I mean, it's still ridiculous, but the things that Archer does to Woodhouse... Because before, Mm. it was just so ludicrous. You know, like, it's so over-the-top and so mean. Like, what is he doing? Why is he treating him like that? Right, and almost, it doesn't justify it, but it brings forth, like, okay, there's kind of a reason now that he has for doing this. Which I I like that they brought that in, even though it was brief and it was a comedy moment. It was still a moment that added more to his character and added depth to it. Mm -hmm. Speaking of adding, or
1: rather taking away... Uh, I thought it was interesting that Archer's father does not have a Russian accent, so mm-hmm. I think we can rule out uh, Mr. Mr. Jackoff Jack mm-hmm. as his father. Instead, this is a very slick guy. We can also rule out the Italian prime minister. Anyone with an accent is now not Archer's father.
3: Well, uh, but also didn't the, the, I mean, maybe I was not paying close enough attention, but wasn't the voice of his father remarkably similar to the voice of the guy guiding him? wasn't it like the same well, I don't know. It was it was be, 5 minutes be, ago. The James impression. Mason guy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know my James Mason well enough to get all the references throughout. I get that it was probably not the best James
2: Mason impression, mm-hmm. but uh I don't know. That that was tough for me to follow along. I love that when Archer first goes to the waiting area, not having, but the waiting area he's just tooting that horn for
3: yeah. <laughs> What the, the hell day is, day. is that <laughs> no Reason. It
2: was awesome. I loved it. <laughs>
3: Uh, What what does he say? I got kicked out of Episcopal boarding school So I don't think this is heaven
1: (laughs) (laughs) Again building to his background And where he's coming Mm -hmm. from Uh, Something that I do have to touch on, though, is that when we started going down the hole of, like, okay, he's been bitten by a snake, and now he's tripping out, and he's in heaven, and he's seeing people that aren't real. I thought we were going to get into a trip episode, but instead we
4: had just sort of this very
3: This Christmas carol type. Yeah, (laughs)
4: yeah, exactly. That was kind of great, though, to kind of, again, get to know a little bit more about Archer Mm. that we didn't know before.
1: Because as fun as it would have been to just see Archer in a world of crocodiles and lodgemen as he apparently perceived around him, it was good that we actually got to four seasons in at this point. We get to see a little bit more of what uh, you were speaking to, Dave, what makes Archer... Tick.
2: Mm, a- tick and you top. know what you were kind of talking about where you didn't expect it at first? I actually thought that at first it was going to turn out that even though Archer had been bitten in his taint, <laughs> I, th- I thought it was going to end up being a non-poisonous snake, and the whole time he was just over-exaggerating mm-hmm. it, but turns out he wasn't.
3: Also, quick aside, that mm, is probably the last place I want to get bitten by a snake. Your taint? Your my taint. taint.
4: Wouldn't it be just about everybody's?
3: I Is mean, as
1: opposed to listen, there are some much more <laughs> sensitive areas around the taint area. I think, I think I'd think I'd rather th-
3: I'd rather them than the taint, honestly.
1: You're a strange man, John <laughs> Barrett. I will never understand you, <laughs> and your logic baffles me. I, I
2: think just that whole general, general area. That's what I was gonna say that general vicinity yeah. would be.
4: <laughs> No,
3: let's how about just not that. get
1: bait and just not get bitten? Yeah, just I, stay I, away. I no, Not just I that,
3: that area, rather, rather but if rather you just
1: were not,
4: to get bitten, right? Okay. Rather just Before never get agree. bitten by a snake. All right, let's, especially a cobra. I think that's where we can agree, right? <laughs> especially a cobra. That's a point.
3: Where, <laughs> um. So, guys. Yeah. How about this iTunes doohickey?
1: iTunes This is the first
4: I'm hearing. No, what's is going that? on? Uh, fancy thing you speak. It's um
3: a thing. Are there tunes? There are tunes on it. Um, it is uh, Apple's thing And they have a little podcast app there And an app is like, um A thing you get before your meal And also Some sort of weird internet thing Where you can download podcasts like this one Uh, and Obviously ours is there And you can find it there Cause you probably have iTunes Because Apple owns everything And, uh, find it Rate, comment, tell your friends Um I believe we have some comments to discuss. Yeah, can
4: I can I ask you something? No, do you like not to call you guys out on air? But do you do the exact same segue for iTunes every single week? (laughs) Basically, (laughs) it's slightly different though. Slightly, we
1: plead we plead a little bit different in our ignorance every single time that we go in. All right, listen,
2: it's not like we have a memorized spiel. (laughs)
1: I mean his his spaces word word, and then. his spaces and idiocy are kind of equal every week.
3: Basically I'm, I'm the same idiot every week, so how's that that's not gonna change. John also has different hasn't words.
2: Been. Well John also hasn't been here in three weeks, yeah, that's so true. I don't know how it could have been the same thing. But um, speaking on iTunes and what you mentioned, John, we did have a comment from Queenie Marie Vickers. Uh, thank you for commenting. First of all, mm-hmm. fan of the show, wants us to talk a little bit more about break down the scenes a little bit more, which I feel like I think we've kind of been doing here. Um, so let us know if you you like what we've been doing. And guys, if you do have comments, please let us know for ways that we can improve the show for you because we just want to make this an enjoyable show for you to listen to. Say mean
3: things about Greg if you have them.
2: But yeah, please. <laughs> or also, John, uh, you know, It <laughs> doesn't have to be
3: me. Greg. It doesn't
2: always have to be me it has to be greg <laughs> but guys please also do comments and rate us on youtube and also you can join us on our live chat on afterbuzztv.com that's at 9:30 p.m. pacific time that's 12:30 a.m. on the east coast time and check us out and we'll chat with you live we got watchtower base on here right now chatting with us so come check us out do it right now in the now the absolute now <laughs> Drop whatever you're doing. I don't care if
1: you're treating a taint wound. Get over to Mm -hmm. iTunes. Get over to the chats. Uh, Listen, guys. We like to talk. We like to hang out. We like to be buddy-buddy. Ray and Cyril. Not so much. We don't see that as much. And yet, in this episode, we're in a situation where they are forced to suck taint wounds. Well, neither of them. They're united (laughs) in their staunch opposal to sucking on taint. Opposition. Yes. Sure. <laughs> Says the guy who used the <laughs> thing like 47 times. Okay, but I, I, I I, I have
4: thing is a word. Well, I like opposal though.
1: I like, That okay. that was
3: a good word. You made that word up. It was
1: good. It was a great word. All words are made up yeah. is the one
4: thing at, that we At learned. one point or another, right? <laughs> I, um,
3: thought, I do I do like uh, just to speak a little bit to the whole Archer, getting some more of Archer's past to really shape who he is. We get a nice juicy little bit about Cyril here. <laughs> Which is that he killed a bear with a bow when he was 10.
1: Oh, Ray killed a bear
3: Ray, with a that's bow. I meant Ray. If I said Cyril, it's because I'm tripping balls. Because mm-hmm. Greg drugged me. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you got bitten by the snake. No. <laughs> well.
3: I will later. hey
2: But that's cool because we get to see, we're
1: reminded after Ray's been through so many accidents and reshapings and reformations, like... Ray's kind of a badass, and we forget about this when he's in a wheelchair and, like, severely handicapped, but Ray knows what he's doing.
3: Like when
2: he lifts up a car with his back away.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's a very good point.
2: (laughs) With bionic legs. You have
3: bionic legs, and you lifted (laughs) with your back?
1: He's not perfect, guys. But he
3: killed a bear! What did you ever do? Well, his father then slapped him until he ate a piece of the heart, so you know which is still kind of badass. Yeah, that is pretty but, cool. And
4: I was going to say I thought it was great that he was back out in the field cuz I think we talked about this the past couple episodes sort of in the predictions like are we going to see him back out in the field now that he has his new legs that he can get out there and use. So, it was it was good even though he didn't do much. It was good to see him back out there in the action. How cruel is it though
1: that he's back out in the field and they immediately cripple him again <laughs> where he can't move. It's like the second he gets bionic legs, they're like, no, now there's something wrong with your back. Called it. <laughs> You'll see, never where, yeah, called we, we, it. we were
2: talking about that, though. And that's a great <laughs> thing about the show. He can go back and then he can get fixed again. Yeah, you I never mean, know. Turns out his legs weren't broken, now they're fine. Yeah. Now he has bionic legs and now he has a back problem he would be fine. Yeah, I mean, this seems like a temporary problem at the very least. Exactly. Ray's but,
1: also quite the artist too, mm, which we yeah. got to check out yes. in this episode. He actually knows how to draw a snake, as opposed to a, what I'm assuming I was, was say, a
4: turd with eyes. He's familiar with snakes, so <laughs> and how to draw them. So.
3: we were all afraid four. that was going to end up being a penis. Well, when Cyril drew it, I when Cyril drew I it, I knew with a hundred percent certainty that it was going to be a penis. <laughs> but it wasn't. So it I, was it was wasn't. Just, yeah, I'm glad I was wrong. So it was great. It was just some <laughs>
2: sock puppet with eyes that they thought was a piece of bread with eyes which was also <laughs> fantastic.
3: Um I do have to say Cyril held his own with the keeping up with the Turkmenistani I guess language. language. The ever-evolving language of Turkmenistan.
2: <laughs> well, apparently it means <laughs> the, a snake means the same thing as bread. Gurp it means Gorp.
3: Everything, thing. everything is Gorp. I, I kept thinking it was gogurt. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that would be great. Go-Gurt. If they pull out gogurt, yeah. Go-Gurt. I've been so excited. Go-Gurt, yogurt. Some gogurt
1: on your gurbkorp.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Gorp.
2: I
1: feel like we're doing a Swedish chef routine right now. <laughs>
3: I mean, Gurp-gorp. that's sort of what that whole scene felt like. <laughs> <It's>
2: <laughs> <laughs> All inspired by the Muppets. That's right. I everything. Watch that is. episode. So I want to kind of briefly talk about the intro scene just because I loved so much that they were negotiating over money as toilet paper. <laughs> and I thought that yes. was just a, that was such a hilarious moment that they're kind of having this bartering, trying to figure out like, mm-hmm. you know, like 200 no, $800, no, 300
3: And I told you I needed 1000 <laughs>
2: But also that when Archer first asked for the map, it's as reading it's something mm-hmm. to read mm-hmm. too, which was also great to me. I, I, clearly, I just like toilet humor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's what this indicates.
3: Yeah, but it was it was, it was very well. At, well, it's not even toilet humor. It's really pooping in the desert humor. Mm-hmm.
1: Ray so, and Cyril working together though to barter him down, which I find it weird that Cyril needs help as he's an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> you right? would think he would be better at talking
2: people out of wiping their ass with. Money. <laughs> so, this is something I'm wondering based on the beginning and also throughout the episode. Archer in the beginning was wearing one of those Russian hats that all the Turkmenistani people were wearing. Why would you wear that in the desert? Is that's that what I was thinking too? I was like, because like, it's, it's, it's like it gets degrees. cold. Yeah, well, is it that gets cold nice, in that part? Like of for the Russia, desert. it makes sense. For LA, yeah. it's just the super orthodox Jews who wear it. Mm. But why? Like, is that a Turkmenistan thing? I don't know. I, or is I, that just so I a was thinking the same joke. thing, and I'm glad that you brought
4: that up because I thought that's just odd. It's like 110 degrees is what I'm assuming. You're out in the middle of the desert. Is it only
2: for what? Uh, what well, at first I thought it was Russian spies maybe that they were up against
3: well it's the it's the Caspian desert, so it's gonna get real real cold real real fast. The, f- um,
1: the but, first thing yeah. I wrote down in my notes is, what's that hat called? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this episode would have been, not to say it wasn't enjoyable, I would have probably enjoyed it a lot more if I had a really thorough understanding of Turkmenistanian
4: culture.
3: Well, that right. seems like it's your problem. Well, that seems like a great problem. All I knew
4: is that there was a desert there. That was about it. Well, maybe you should <laughs> bing it. Think about that. Bing it, Greg. I, you should.
1: Mm-hmm. I should figure that out. I should also watch The Natural. There are a whole lot of references yeah, I need I, to catch I, up. That's one for of the
2: things episode. about Archer is if you don't get the reference, you can still you, it enjoy it. Right your head, but, but there you are so it. many that you like that you just get if you actually know them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure John enjoyed this episode the most, having seen the natural. That's right.
1: I was able to enjoy this episode having no references, though, purely based on Lana's storyline. Yeah, and Lana going into a deep, dark place that she never wanted to go yes. before. Speaking
3: of people yeah. learning about themselves in horrible, irreversible ways. Are you Mom? finally coming out of the closet? Uh, you wish. <laughs> I think anytime Cheryl
2: Carroll reveals to you your actual secrets, <laughs> yes. it's going to be a horrible way. Bad. And Cheryl's the one who it.
3: reveals it. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. yeah.
2: Anytime she's speaking
1: to you, I would just be cautious. Nothing mm-hmm. good is going to come of that.
3: But she nails it, huh?
1: She really gets she in did. there. Just totally nailed her. She was having a real
2: what's the term? Idiot savant sort of episode where she just gets everything right. Yeah, she was like the uh, the whisperer this episode. She just knew what everybody was thinking. At the beginning, it was with I think with Mallory, was it? Mm-hmm. Who she she nailed oh, yeah. it on the first lot when they were talking about some Turkmenistani thing. Mm-hmm. Well, know. she does a great power loader impression,
1: which I thought was pretty all right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. I can't. Cheryl Carroll can do it perfectly. I can't at all. I like though that we actually do get to see because Lana is always like the straight person. in mm-hmm. This episode, she's always the most controlled and grounded and, and put together. And right, get it all down. Yeah, but now we get to see how truly messed up she is. <laughs> And how horrible, how it's almost worse than being an Archer or a Pam or even a Carol Cheryl, just how irrational her sort of devotion
2: to this job is yeah. and what she's expecting out of it. Well, I mean, I think it's one of those things like deep down that everybody kind of wants in a way that's just that appreciation and that I told you so thing. I think that's more what it is because that's kind of what it came out to me as is it's more if she just wants to feel like she's the number one top dog and just have that I told you so moment. Right. I, I think that's what it is and what she's really hoping and dreaming for. I don't know. I mean, it's put, put by Cheryl's ways. That's the reason she's staying with them. But I think it's kind of just that playing off of this. Like, she just so badly wants to say, I told you so to everybody. Mm-hmm. Wants to come out on top of Archer. Or, yeah, phrasing, for yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Wants like to a- finally beat him out at his own game. Mm-hmm. At his own spy agency. His mother's
2: own spy agency. And uh, I think, um... Something to mention too, just with this whole storyline, is we get to see a bunch of Krieger, and we had Joanne Ross. That's at Joanne Piston fan on Twitter hit us up. Mm-hmm. Wasn't happy that we didn't mention some of the Krieger stuff last week. Don't blame me. I wasn't here. Don't I wasn't here John. either.
3: You, you
2: guys dropped assholes. the
1: ball. We did. We did. we really messed up bad. We uh, entered the van or fly by van. I'm not familiar with the Rush catalog. I have now pieced huh. together that all of Krieger's vans are vaguely rush
2: related.
3: You didn't know that? So no,
2: I took some Krieger <laughs> some Krieger notes. <laughs> it. His poster says cleaner die. And oh that's episode. that's always been there. I think so, that's always been there, right? Um but one thing I thought was great was the him putting icing on the mini wedding cake for the, for the rats, that the was the rat, rat wedding. That yeah, was, I think, one <laughs> of my favorite random things. Because at first you had no idea why. Too, he's just kind of sitting there icing a wedding cake yeah. for no reason. I thought he was finally getting together with his Japanese
4: hologram girlfriend. I thought they were finally going to do official, it, right? yeah, tie the knot with the mini. I wedding had no cake. idea what he was doing. When I was watching. Them. I'm like, what is going on with him? With the mini cake? Make an I honest no hologram
1: idea. out of her. That's what he was trying. But no, instead he's going around willy nilly marrying rut mice, rats. They were. Rats. Rice, no, were, that's what I was going to say rats. originally. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that he was able to get a little uh, tux groom, a little
3: dress, I thought was particularly beautiful. Oh, well, I mean, he's, a, he's good at work. torturing animals. So.
1: Man, every everyone is finding love except for Lana. No, she rats found her are, love, and she's been fine.
3: confronted with what that love is, and it's terrifying to her. That, well, that it could be this
4: dysfunctional love. office?
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, everyone say not even Drub. Archer there,
4: you know. The the rats got it before Archer. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, Archer almost had it and then almost. and then Barry killed her or whatever. And Turned now, her
2: into a cyborg. And now she's yes. in love with him and all that. And the head all of the KGB yeah. you know, all that. Everything's almost. the worst. Everything, And then Archer also well, Archer also had that one girl from The Natural who shot him, so...
3: Right, so a woman who kind of looks like her is going to show up, and then uh, Glenn Co- Close is going to show up with um, his kid. Believe me, The The Natural's confusing. It's a <laughs> fucking confusing movie. <laughs> it's such a pleasure to have you back, Sean. <laughs>
1: Just so you can tell me what I'm missing right. out right. In all these uh, natural movies that you keep talking about, I always talking about naturals. Yeah. You? Well, you know, you know who's a real natural? The head of FX. Oh boy, head of oh, FX. Yeah. Whose he, name I've
3: already forgotten.
1: And he dives in deep into what uh, his philosophy is for running the network and why, basically, a show like Archer can stay on the air. So we're going to pick that apart a little bit here in our news and gossip section.
0: After Buzz TV News.
1: Do- ba-do- 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 There's the do- ba-do- 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 flying headlines intro I was I was looking for. So yeah, uh, New York Times, which is actually a pretty unusually reputable publication for us to be discussing.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: I feel so sophisticated very, right yeah.
2: now. Oh, the Did not <laughs> read about the New York Times? So. This
3: was uh, published on February 4th. Uh, it's an in- basically an interview with John Landgraff, the uh, president of FX Networks. Um, and he, he sort of runs down his whole modus operandi over there, um, which is he was I guess his background is in creative. He was not an executive his whole life. Uh, he was at NBC in NBC's heyday, um, and he came over to FX and took that sort of creative approach, and just as an executive stepped back and let the creatives take over and look at look at how it's worked out for FX. Well,
4: I was gonna say I think he he was allowing. Them to kind of take those risks that other networks, and other places may not have wanted to go before. Yeah. They wanted to take the safe route, and and I have to give it to them. Like you, you, take that little edge and you go with it, and and I don't know if it's is it niche or niche niche because niche. Uh, niche, niche sounds douchey, but I, I, say, niche. S- I say niche. I say niche. either way. I I feel like there there's some there's networks for everybody, especially in this cable landscape. So it's great to see him targeting a very specific demo but with it, these type of shows. Here's what,
3: say, here's what I'd say to that. Like take um, that risk. Uh it's not it's like it it's got a whole bunch of different niches or niches that it's filling. You've got like um Justified, which is one of the most critically acclaimed um the dramas on right now. Uh Louie, which I think we can safely say is the most critically acclaimed uh comedy.
2: Takes home a lot yeah. of Emmys. Um, a lot of Emmys.
3: And then things like... like. Well, uh, I
2: don't know. Modern Family takes on more just to be devil's advocate. Well, no, but I was going to say, but you know. you're still
4: going after a specific yeah. male yeah. demographic overall and being a little bit more irreverent. And, okay. and that's what I think is really cool is that a lot of people and a lot of networks don't want to take those risks and now seeing something like that and seeing how it's paid off. Yeah, and, and, and it, it has really paid cool. off. He's, Absolutely.
2: He also seems like a great person to pitch to. And the one thing I have to wonder with this is honestly how skewed it might be because it makes him seem like the best most awesome (laughs) guy to run a network ever where he's just like yeah I just kind of run what I like and one of the things the article states is that he refuses to put on reality shows because he Mm -hmm. just doesn't like them Mm -hmm. and that's really all there is to it he just doesn't like them so whatever no reality shows doesn't matter about how much money you may or may not make Which seems awesome, but I mean, you have to wonder how skewed it is. Well, I mean, he does seem awesome from this article. He's putting on Archer. He has to be (laughs) pretty awesome. He's (laughs) giving
1: Adam Reed thirty minutes every week for however long the season runs.
3: So he's all right in my book. I think one of the things, and I don't know if it really touches on this in the article, but like one of the things that really works in the in favor of the creative that FX is that everything those shows are cheap. Like, Louie is made for, like, a quarter million dollars an episode. Like, they just wire him the money and he makes the episode mm-hmm. and turns it in, no questions asked. And it's like, if you're not investing millions of dollars in episodes, then you're going to be – you'll be willing to give more leeway. You know what I mean? He, I like, think in the I mean, article he does that's... talk
2: about being a high-risk sure. thing mm-hmm. that he's doing. But you're right. That does kind of make it a low risk. And I'm sure – I mean, Archer has – the animation's gotten better over time but you can mm. tell kind of the shortcuts that they take if you watch a lot of mm. animation where they don't mm. fully animate things and I mean that's something that um, you know the creators of Archer had done for a long time and we've seen from Adult Swim a lot but it is a cheaper style of animation yeah. Yeah. to be perfectly honest let's be real though Archer's looking beautiful
1: these days when the color flushed out of him when he got bitten by the yeah, snake right. oh man that was that was a nice touch I thought it was looking pretty, pretty sexy. You just love that snake bite, that's all. (laughs) That's all. I just like the idea. I just think I found my new uh, turn-on is snake bites in the taint. Mm
2: -hmm. So
1: go ahead and make that, Internet. Mm.
3: Snake bites in the taint.
1: So speaking of predicting what I'm going to be doing when I go (laughs) home tonight, am I right? Yes.
2: did we get the wah pedal on that one
0: (laughs) 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 making it extra trippy
1: I love it John you're back say it predict something predict something I predict that we're going to... I don't think that woman died when she jumped out of the window. I think she is a super assassin spy, and she's going to come back to finish the lacrosse player that she always tried to murder at the young age of 18. I phrase that word for
3: Again, basically the plot of The Natural. (laughs) (laughs) Or one of the... Oh, God. All right. Uh, Predict something. Um, I predict that we're going to... Obviously Barry's gonna come back and I think we're gonna have a super three way cyborg showdown.
2: Um, I, I predict that it's, it's kind of been dropped in the, for a lot of episodes, and I think father the Archer's father kind of making a recurrence here. I think it's gonna become a theme again throughout the season at some point where we're gonna see more who is his father. You think we're gonna see him by the end of the season? God, I
4: hope so. But uh, no, I don't next, think. We are. I was like, Can we have a reveal at the end of the season, <laughs> the last shot we see? <laughs> Um, I'm just going to predict that we're going to see more of these little. Sport Reynolds. Vignettes of uh, yeah, be fantastic, <laughs> please God. Um, I want to see more of these vignettes of of kind of learning more about Archer. These these little one-off. It's great. Like I've really enjoyed it because I feel like the season they've really started to dig deeper about who he is, where he came from, and I'd like to see more of that. So I'd awesome that. I think we're going to see more baby Seamus Oh, I hope so. The wee baby uh, Seamus. Oh, wee baby Seamus baby has to be like baby three Seamus. now, right? Exactly. Yeah. archer off her to college already.
3: Oh, I do. I do <laughs> just need to... I really would be remiss if I didn't point out, uh, thank you, Archer, uh, for giving me the image of Archer getting a rim job from Janis Joplin.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> It's a beautiful thing to think of. <laughs> and on that note, yes. everyone, if you want to follow me online, I'm at Generic
3: Maverick. I'm at J. Dugan Barrett on the tweets.
2: Guys, you can find me at the Dave Klein. that's K-L-E-I-N. And you can twat me at s-man 80, that's S-Man80, that's sman N eight zero. I see what you did there. You went dirty with <laughs> it. <laughs> twat